This is the new Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 High FM. And I have to say we have on the line Avram Kringle. He is he is an honorary life president of the South African Zionist Federation, where he was the chairman and served for 13 years. He's also the president of Mizrahi and has served as on its as its chairman for 19 years. He's been part of the IUA UCF as a chairman. But we are talking to him today in his capacity as part of the board of governors of Yeshiva College and particularly reflecting and talking about the life of Rabbi Tanza Avram. Krangle, thank you so much for joining us on Chaifem and for being with us today. Thanks, Benji. Wonderful to be on your show. Maybe you could start off by telling us a little bit about the history of Rabbi Tanza. How is it, because he wasn't a South African rabbi, that he ended up as part of our community? It's an incredible story. He grew up in Brooklyn and he went to the very famous Tel's Yeshiva. Uh, and there was a South African connection to the Yeshiva, which actually resulted in three of the most consequential rabbis in the history of Johannesburg Jury arriving on our shores. Uh, in addition to Rabbi Tanza was, um, was, was, uh, was Rabbi Sushard, uh, who led the uh, Santon community for, for almost four decades, and Rabbi Goldfein, who set up the, uh, the Yeshiva, Yeshiva Gedola of Johannesburg. But Rabbi Tanza came uh, to South Africa. He was meant to come for a two-year stint to the Shlichut, in 1962, just after the Sharpeville massacre, he came, um, he came with his young wife and he came to a completely different city, uh, Jewish-wise, than what we have at the moment. So the, the religious community within the city, as hard as it is to believe, was minute, it was tiny. And his, uh, his vision or his, his task was to grow this very young, uh, small school uh, called at the time Yeshiva College you know, into, into a, a fully-fledged uh, school. And he spent 60 years um, at that job. And in the process, built what is essentially the center of South African Jewry today, the Shiva College uh, campus, uh, which has schools and shuls and kollels and uh, continuous activities throughout, uh, throughout the day and night, and uh, made Glen Hazel into the center of Johannesburg Jewry. Something that when he came, uh, you know, in 1962, uh, almost seemed an impossible dream at the time. Well, it, it, when you talk about 1962 Johannesburg and you speak to people who, who live in Glen Hazel, lived at the time, and that they talk about the fact that that was the end of Johannesburg, right? And the, the fields of the, of, of the countryside was sort of beginning. And as you say, it's now very much the center uh, of, of, of religious life in the city. Uh, from a Jewish perspective. Uh, and, but it's not just that, because Rabbi Tanza also came with a very special character, a very special approach to life. And, and you see it in the way that the school operates and which the shul operates. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that as well. He, he was the most incredible man. He, he just radiated warmth and friendship to everyone. He, he was the most welcoming person uh, that you can imagine. And, and it stood him in good stead through this, 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 this personality that just, uh, you know, radiated a, a sense of warmth and kindness. He was able to attract people. He was able to literally bring people into a, a community and a, and a school that they almost didn't realize that they wanted. One of the stories that he tells or told 
uh, which always stuck in my mind was he was always involved in fundraising. He always realized that as the rabbi of this community, if he was not involved in the financial sustainability of it, that it would not uh, continue. And in those days, all the Jewish businesses were in the center of, 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 of the CBD of Johannesburg. And you would literally visit one business after the next. And he came to one businessman and he described the school, this unique school, you know, trying to increase Jewish values and learning, et cetera, in South Africa. Uh, not in South Africa. He just, just mentioned what it was trying to do. And, and the donor said to him, that sounds wonderful. Where in Jerusalem is the school? And Rabbi Tanza said to him, no, it's not in Jerusalem. It's in Johannesburg. To which the donor replied, no, no, we don't need a school of this type in, in, in the city. And that was really, he had this mission impossible. He had this mission to, in a sense, bring Johannesburg Jewry <coughs> back to their roots, back to their values, back to Torah Judaism. And the only way that he knew how to do that was through this kindness, through this personal interest and interaction with every single uh, human being that he met. He would go anywhere. Um, you know, one of, one of the relatives in my family, th th they lived on a farm and he traveled all the way to the farm, you know, an hour or two out of Johannesburg to recruit uh, their children to come to his school. So he knew no limits as to, the, to, the, to what he was prepared to do and what he was prepared to go, you know, and offer and uh, to just bring people, you know, to his campus, to his school and create the, you know, the magnificent campus that they have today. And he, he, it, 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 it wasn't for show. It was, it was in his very fiber of his being. And the, 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 the almost in a sense, the exhibit of this is uh, he would keep these black books and, any widow, anyone who'd been through hardship, anyone who'd you know encountered difficulty in their lives, he would write their name in these books uh, with their telephone numbers. And every Friday, every Shabbos, he would phone literally hundreds of people all over, all walks of life, uh, continuously for years and years and decades on end, just just to keep that uh, connection, just to keep, you know, reminding them of how much he cared and that there was someone in the world that, that worried about them, that looked after them. And so you literally have a shul and a community and a school built on Rabbi, Rabbi Tanz's kindness and wanting to help each and every Jew, no matter where they were in the world. Now, one of the things that I think particularly Johannesburg Jewry, South African Jewry uh, in particular, is this the sense of actus, the sense of unity of purpose, particularly around communal matters. And, and I think that uh, as South African Jews, sometimes you take this for granted until you, certainly until you go to Israel or the Americans or, or even the Australians, is, is these sort of central bodies that sort of everyone sits and, and, and might have different opinions around the table, but everyone kind of sits down and, 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 and sort of sorts out what, what they have to sort out with sort of hopefully the minimum of, of, of for rebels and 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 this this is not as I say something that can be taken for granted in many communities you have extremists who drive the agenda uh, and and the Rabbi Tanza actually was an important contributor to this as well not only within the Yeshiva campus he was involved with a lot of communal institutions but it was more than that it was the way that he was involved as a sort of moderating voice to keep everyone on 
in 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 the tent and i, and I, I thought it would be worth reflecting especially at a time like this of of such conflict all over the Jewish world um, of, of that legacy as well. You know, Benj, it's, what you've said is 100% correct. Uh, South Africa is a unique community, almost anywhere in the world, in the sense of unity that exists within the community. Um, and this is reflected from, you know, the umbrella organizations that, uh, that, that, that look after the, the community's well-being, uh, and represented both to the South African government and, uh, and, and, and to Israel. And that is the South African Zionist Federation, which, as you said, I, I led for many years, as well as the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. And it is always striking how on those bodies sit the entire spectrum of South African Jewry, and everyone feels welcome. And no matter our differences and, and internal, we, we all understand and realize that we are part of one community, and we stand or fall by our, our, by our community being united. And, and Rabbi Tanda, Tanda absolutely was an enormous proponent of that form of unity and tolerance and inclusion. Um, he himself sat on the, um, the, the Gauteng before Transvaal uh, Council of the Serving Jewish Board of Deputies for decades. Uh, for that very reason, to make the point that this is a community uh, that, that thrives only when it is united and it doesn't happen by chance. It, it requires leaders of the caliber of Rabbi Tanza to, by his actions and his words and his deeds, you know, show that sense of, of, of unity uh, that really is the hallmark uh, of South African Jewry and, and, and is something that people take for granted here but does not exist. Uh, almost anywhere else in the world. We're talking today to Avram Kringle. He's on the Board of Governors of uh, Yeshiva College. And we're just talking about uh, the life of, of Rabbi Tanza and uh, the contribution uh, that he made to our community. Avram, Rabbi Tanza died in November 2022. And uh, I, certainly as I recall it, we were in the midst of... 2020. Another, was it, was, excuse me, 2020. Yeah. And we were in the midst of another wave and and it was very it was a very difficult time for the community people uh, it was hard in terms of the funeral can you can you reflect on on what impact that has had on the ability of particularly of the yeshiva college campus community to really sort of uh, come to terms with the fact that he's not with us any anymore it was an enormous shock the, the status part was we did not see him, you know, for the, um, the six months before that. COVID, you know, hit in, in, uh, in March of 2020. And, you know, because of his age, et cetera, he was very careful about, uh, about being isolated, about, you know, almost remaining all the time in his home. That did not stop him for one moment being 100% involved in the activities of the the shul and the school and fulfilling his role as Rosh Hashiva. So as everything went online, all our meetings, all our events, he was there. He was there at every single one, making the contribution that he always made. And, and, and that was the most shocking part for us is that, you know, we had a, we had a leader at a Rosh Hashiva that was 100% involved almost till the moment that, uh, that he passed away. And, and, and that loss was just enormous. Here was, here was this, this 
Carola Dor, this doyen, this, this leader of, of both the campus, the school, and, and, and Johannesburg jury, and South African jury, that, you know, w- was just, was lost overnight. And, and, and as you say, the, you know, the, the events around uh, commemorating that and, and, and uh, you know, the, the, the Hespadium, et cetera, and, 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 the, and the burial itself had to be done. You know, this, this, this would have been a funeral, you know, of thousands and thousands of people and had to be restricted and had to be uh, curtailed. And that just added to the, to the sense of loss, you know, that, that we all felt. And it, it, it almost exemplified this, this difficult two years that the community has endured uh, in so many ways. But because of the incredible resilience of the man and the determination as the leadership of the school and the campus, we were determined not to let him down. And, you know, we redoubled our efforts to try and in this difficult time, continue to create a, a vibrant and, and successful, you know, school and campus um, in his honor and in his name. And, and that we're able to live the unique values, uh, you know, and, 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 uh, and goals that he set out to achieve as a, as a young man and, and achieve so spectacular to continue that uh, in years going forward. And hence, you know, the series of events and campaigns that we are doing uh, in his name and in his honor, you know, to celebrate his life and achievements and his contribution to uh, South African Jewry. So let's talk about those uh, for a moment, everyone. What, what, is the, the, the campus doing what sorts of uh, activities are, are, are taking place uh, to, to honor his life and to perpetuate his legacy? So, you know, on, on, on his yacht site, we, we did a whole series of, uh, of events. The entire school and the entire community learned in his honor and, 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 and celebrated Suyumim, uh, Suyum, you, know, uh, uh, you know, concluding their learning. And we, if you drive past, uh, which is probably the most busy intersection in the whole of Glen Hazel, which is, which is Long and Ridge, uh, you know, opposite Kosher World, you will see that we've named the entire uh, campus in his honor and the honor of, 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 of his wife, Marsha. Uh, so there's, there's a magnificent plaque, you know, in his honor, making it clear to everyone that drives past that this campus is named in his honor, exists in his honor, and to remind everyone that we're all, we're, everyone who lives in Glen Hazel today, who flourishes in Glen Hazel, all 50, 40 shuls can't really keep uh, track and all the restaurants and all the infrastructure that exists there today is almost solely as a result of the Tanza family, you know, that came 60 years ago. We published a book uh, of his writings uh, as well. And at the moment, we've just started a campaign to uh, set up a fund for the school in his memory and honor to ensure that every child uh, in the school is able to attend the school, no matter what their financial needs are. Uh, It was something that he was obsessed and passionate about, that every child, no matter their circumstances, would have a a Torah education. Um, He worked tirelessly throughout his life uh, to do that. In fact, my last uh, memories and my, my last physical encounter with him was attending uh, fundraising meetings at the beginning of 2020. Um, you know, he, he was already, he was, he, was, he was 83 years old. Uh, he did not walk easily. We, we actually had a, a, a visit to one of the executives at Discovery in that enormous building. And what just struck me was the determination of this man 
to walk to this office, to walk to this meeting, to make sure that, you know, the school that he had founded and, and, uh, and uh, you know, grown for all those decades was, you know, w- was, was financially sound. Um, so this, this foundation has been set up in his name. A third of the children at the school receive subsidies of, you know, of various sizes. And there is a, a campaign that's going on at the moment um, you know, in his honor to raise funds for it. And, and everyone who participates in the campaign will receive one of Rabbi Tanz's black books. These books, you know, which encapsulate uh, and exemplify um, every single, you know, aspect of what was the best of the man, where in these books, he would write down the names of all these families and people that needed help, that needed a call, that needed uh, assistance and kindness. And, you know, so the idea is to spread these black books throughout, uh, throughout South Africa, throughout the world, and everyone who gets it uses it for the very purpose uh, that Rabbi Tanza did. So if people want to contribute to the campaign, Avram, or they want to just see what's been going on or, or, or in some other way uh, spread the word, how do they do that? Uh, so th- th- there, th- there's a campaign going on at the moment. Uh, let me see what details I can get you. Um, it's, uh, I don't uh, I, I think I think the easiest would be to 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 go to the school's website or or phone the school. Um, a lot of people will be uh, you know a lot of people will be um, approached as well. Uh, you know there is a there is a campaign that's uh, that's ongoing and uh, it's yeah. But the, the easiest way would be go, to go to the, the school website and uh, the details are there. Right. Yes. Okay. So yeah, if you can go on the school website, I, I can. Uh, if you go on, you'll certainly be able to find it and see what's uh, what is going on with regards to with regards to this campaign. I think it's very very powerful, and uh, you you can check out. They have uh, all sorts of stuff. There's a donate button and uh, all sorts of things um, where you can see what's going on. Uh, and uh, definitely go ahead. And uh, if you were touched by a Rabbi Tanzer in some way. Uh, I think uh, this great opportunity just to to give back uh, for a life that he lived um, really on behalf of everybody else. Absolutely, I mean that's that's the idea uh, is to you know perpetuate his memory um, by by helping to contribute to the you know the the school that that he literally lived for um, every single day. It's it's you know in, in our world at the moment. Uh, you know, where people have a job for six months and a year and two years and move around, this concept of a, of a, of a lifetime job, you know, that he came here as a young man and literally spent a year building a school and a campus and a community is, is something we, we, you know, we all stand in awe of. Uh, you know, as I always say, the only other person that I know of with the lifetime job, as long as the rabbis was the, the Queen of England. And <laughs> she's got a lot more, she's got a lot more, uh, you know, assistance and resources and, and perhaps less purpose. But it's, it's you know, his life really is a testament and an example uh, and a role model to each one of us as to what can be achieved um, if you, you know, if you dedicate it uh, to education, to furthering, uh, you know, the values of the Jewish people and, and just ensuring that generation of generation of young Jewish South Africans come out Proud Jews, proud Zionists, um, wanting to commit to their com- uh, communities and grow them 
and and no school you know has done that more than Yeshiva College. I mean, there is there is leadership, both lay leadership and and professional leadership that are graduates of Yeshiva College that literally um, lead most of the major communal organisations of South Africa today, and and all over the world. And it's they gain that 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 spirit of selflessness and devotion. Um, you know, from, from the Rosh Hashiva Rabbi Tanzer. Well, Avram Kringle, thank you so much uh, for joining us. That's Avram Kringle from the Yeshiva Board of Governors talking us, to us today about the life of Rabbi Tanzer and the various uh, projects uh, that are underway to commemorate that life and uh, certainly very extraordinary. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us and uh, good luck with the campaign. Thank you very much, Benji.